Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So this just in the news, the dollar has actually been replaced by the Chinese Yuan in this country. Let's dive right into this Bloomberg article, check it out, and then try to connect some dots so we can answer the question, is the dollar doomed? Is this the death of the dollar? Has China just killed the dollar? Well, let's get right into Bloomberg and check it out. Title of the article, Chinese Yuan replaces the dollar as most traded currency in Russia. I mean, this is huge news for sure. So let's look at this chart to begin with. And you can see in March of 2022, the dollar-ruble volume is represented by this light blue line. Chinese yuan ruble represented by the dark blue line or dark or black or whatever you want to call it. I think it's dark blue. And you can see how the amount of the, the transaction volume with USD ruble has gone down since July of 2022. Its trend is down. And then you can see how the Chinese yuan ruble, the trend is definitely up to a point where this month, and it looks like the month, uh, March, looks like in February as well, the Chinese yuan actually exceeded. It replaced the dollar as the most traded currency in Russia. So if you're watching the news, if you're on social media, everybody's talking about how this is huge. This just goes to show you how the entire world is de-dollarizing and straight from a massive commodity producer like Russia. And therefore, if countries continue to de-dollarize, then that could mean the end of the dollar as the reserve currency. And all those dollars are going to come flooding back into the United States, and it's just going to create massive amounts of inflation. There's just less and less demand for dollars globally. And we can see that playing out right in front of our own eyes. But <laughs> there's always a big but, <laughs> according to Sir Mix-a-Lot, of course. But um, outside of Sir Mix-a-Lot, this big but needs to include the liability side of the global balance sheet. Let me explain to you what I'm talking about. First and foremost, let's look at this chart. So when someone sees this and you hear about this in the mainstream media, everyone is saying, oh my gosh, this is an example of how the dollar is completely doomed. But is it? Let's just take a step back here. Let's think about this. Currently, Russia is basically in a proxy war with the United States. And the United States, way back in March of 2022, sanctioned Russia. They froze all of their dollar accounts. So if you're an entity in Russia right now, are you really going to want to hold dollars? Probably not. So you're doing a lot of business with China. So what are you going to hold? Well, you're going to start holding yuan. Okay. Well, I guess maybe a better question would be if you're an entity in Russia and you've had your dollar accounts frozen, are you going to hold any dollars at all? For me, the answer would be absolutely not. But what if you didn't have a choice? 
What if you had to? Because you had to transact globally with other entities that were still using dollars. Remember, dollars are still 60%, 65% of global settlement. So you're in a very difficult position to where you'd be like, well, I don't really want to hold these dollars, but I have to. So you see, when I look at this chart, I don't really see dollar weakness. I see dollar strength. Let me put it to you in a different way. Let's say that we are the United States is goes to war, I mean, heaven forbid, but let's say we go to war with China. Okay, how many of you are going to hold Chinese yuan in your bank account? Nobody, because we're at war with China. They're sanctioning us. They're doing all these bad things. The last thing we want to do is hold Chinese yuan. So the fact that any Russian entities are, hold, are holding and trading dollars at all above 0% <laughs> shows you this the, the power of the network effect the dollar has or the power of that dollar network effect that the fact that they that they're even trading dollars shows you they have to they don't have a choice left to their own devices i'm sure they'd like nothing more than to get all of those dollars completely off their balance sheet especially understanding that those dollars are a liability of an entity they can just seize them and tell that Russian entity to pound sand. I'm not saying that the dollar, or there is no such thing as de-dollarization. That is absolutely happening, 100%. But what I really want to do is take a step back and ask the question, okay, how does this really impact the dollar's use in the global economy? Let's take it a step further. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's go right over to the BIS, and I think we might have used this chart the other day, but it's definitely worth going back to again. And you can see the dollar share of official foreign exchange reserves. So this is based on balance sheets of foreign bank of uh, central banks and whatnot has definitely gone down 100%. Well, it hasn't gone down by 100%, but I'm saying it's definitely gone down to the point now where it's under 60%. So if you just look at this chart, you say, my gosh, that, that is really bad. Not good. Maybe China has killed the dollar. But then you get into the nuance. Very important. Devil's in the details, right? And what we want to do first is we want to look at the dollar decline, but then we also want to look at the dollar's nearest competitors. Euro, call it, I don't know if you want to throw in the pound there, but call it the euro yen. 
So during this time frame, when we've seen this decline of dollars being held in the reserve accounts of these official entities, mostly central banks here, have we seen their the dollar's two main competitors go up? Not really. The yen slightly, but that really wouldn't account for this decline in USD. Euro, definitely not. Euro's actually gone down as well on net. Uh, British pound, eh. So it is all about the other. And you could say, okay, George, well, that's that's got to be the yuan. See, the yuan, look at what Russia's doing. Saudi Arabia, India, they're all doing it. But then we look at the actual data and we see that this other isn't just a result of the Chinese yuan. It's actually a result of these central banks holding a lot of these other smaller, quote unquote, reserve currencies. Probably not the right name, but all of these other currencies on their balance sheet as reserves. <laughs> I think that's a better way of saying it. Like which currencies? Well, number one, Australian dollar, Canadian dollar, and yes, the yuan, and the Swiss franc. I also saw another report stating that a large portion of this is from the uh, South Korean currency, which I can't remember what it's called, but uh, you guys get the point. So the main takeaway here is that, yes, the dollar is declining in reserves, but so but the competitors to the dollar are pretty much flat. So you're seeing this decentralized global monetary world from the standpoint of reserves. And this makes a lot of sense. This is what happens when you transition from one global reserve currency to the next. I mean, if we go back to the 1920s, as an example, I use that on today's whiteboard video. This is when the British pound started to quote unquote lose reserve status. It wasn't in 1944 with Bretton Woods. That was just when it was formally done. In 1920, all these other entities around the world started holding more and more dollars. Why? Because they're doing more and more business with the dollar or with the United States. And as the global economy grew, there was a lower and lower percentage of British pounds being held on the balance sheet because they were accounting for a much smaller portion of global GDP. It makes sense, right? But did this transition from the British pound to the US dollar, did it happen overnight? No, it took decades. And we're seeing the exact same thing play out right now with the dollar transitioning to whatever we see next. The point is the dollar is absolutely losing reserve currency status. The, the world is de-dollarizing, if you will. But the process doesn't happen in days, weeks, months, or years. The process happens in decades. Let me show you another chart. So going back to the yuan replacing the dollar in Russia, this is very important because if we look at the global reserves, we see that one third of the reserves held um, that are denominated in yuan are on the balance sheet of the Russian central bank, one third. And again, this makes a heck of a lot of sense because in this, by the way, this started way prior to 
Russia actually invading Ukraine, which I think is interesting because this shows you that most likely that Putin or whomever is in charge over there was preparing for a war where they knew they'd probably get sanctioned and the United States of the West might nuke their dollar accounts. So they started building up their reserves of Chinese yuan. It also kind of makes you ask the question if Russia and China haven't been in cahoots from the very beginning. But back to the point here. So if you exclude uh, all of the reserves held by Russia, assuming that they didn't go to war and we didn't nuke their dollar accounts, then the amount of yuan as a percentage of that other category, it's right here, that 10% that's uh, increasing, it would be a much, much smaller percentage even of that other category. And then I want to point out the global GDP right now is about $104 trillion. And as most of you guys probably saw that interview I just did with Jeff Snyder, we talked about, okay, how much, if the global GDP is $104 trillion, how many dollars are actually on the balance sheets of all these entities? If you just combined all of the balance sheets in the world into one, so the global balance sheet, how many dollars are actually there? And his guess was the same of mine as was the same as mine. And that was somewhere north of a hundred trillion dollars. So it is absolutely true that the yuan is taking a bigger and bigger share. And it's happening very quickly. But that share has gone up to 336 billion with a B in a global economy of 104 trillion, where there's literally over a hundred trillion dollars on global balance sheets. So is this accelerating? Absolutely. Is it a drop in the bucket? Absolutely. So we should watch this and this absolute, let me be very clear. This absolutely illustrates this push towards de-dollarization globally. Absolutely illustrates the dollar is losing reserve currency status. There's no doubt about that. But again, my point is that this is a process that happens over decades. It doesn't happen over days, weeks, months, or years. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.